basically recently I've trying to been I've trying to been mm. I've I've tried to well first of all Alizar thank you for joining me here thank on the throne man I appreciate you coming out what's up brother hanging out man but recently yeah I've been trying to get the social media game going on the throne specifically um and the thing is you know I, I heard I was trying to be one of those people whose follower count is more than the people they're following or whatever but like when you're Won't at, happen. Like, when you're when you're a small dude, you, you're just it's just not even doable, dude. It's like I'm gonna follow less than 150 people. It's like then, <laughs> then, 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 then it just won't grow. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just trying to follow more people, follow more people, but I'm also trying to follow people like with a purpose, you know, like local musicians, local producers. But a lot of it has just been like SoundCloud rap people. Well, those are a lot of. The, I think those people are using social media the most. Maybe you know? that's a good point. Yeah. So you just see them more often, you know, because when it comes to bands and stuff, I mean. SoundCloud rappers, they have their crews and they hang out with their crews all day. Right. You know, bands. Do they not have day jobs? That's what I don't get. They probably don't. And with bands, I guess it's a different uh, different vibe. You know, rock bands, metal bands. Like a lot of them, they don't. I don't think they spend that much time together. Probably just when it's time to create and get it done. And I'm sure they talk, you know, but you're not going to hang out. You know what I mean? Like some of these guys live together. You know what I mean? Like like these like SoundCloud rappers. Like some, they live with their homies and their home. Nobody has a house. And they all live out of this one place. And they all live at one dude's house. Yeah, that happens a lot, especially um, with uh, XXX Tentacion and, and all those guys. Even though they made it big at the time when they weren't, they were all actually living out of one. I think it was like a mansion or it was like one house, but it was like five or six of them all living there. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they were all tr- all different rappers, and I believe a boogie uh, a boogie lived with them at one point, and a bunch of di- uh, Takashi. I think maybe might have even stopped by there at some point. I forgot all the whole story, but I mean, there, there are. It's weird. The whole SoundCloud is like. Like its own little clique, almost. Well, that's what, honestly, I mean, when I think about even any scene of music, it all becomes that type of thing. It's all click, you know? I mean, even, was that famous song, the the Jay-Z, Kanye, my click, you know? Like, what song? I don't know if I remember Big Sean, Big Sean, Kanye West, and I forgot who the other guy was, but it was called uh, My Click, and... uh, it's funny because the the you know the whole song is obviously just about you and your your group, but that that mentality lasts for almost everything. I think about like '80s metal bands, right? I'm sure a lot of them had clicks, and uh, there were people like Metallica. I'm sure there were bands that Metallica didn't like that didn't get on tour with them, right? I look at um, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Faith No More. Those are two bands like they don't get along because the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony Kiedis, lead singer, he actually got Faith No More kicked off of a Lollapalooza tour because he said that they were too they were biting their style. Really, yeah. Faith No More biting Red Hot Chili Pepper style. Yeah, because they were trying to do like the slightly funky, slightly rap, but still sounds like a garage band. Good bass lines, like they were trying to do that same type of vibe, and, and Anthony Kiedis wasn't having it. Yeah, that makes no sense to me because when I think Faith No More, I I don't think anything near Red Hot Chili. I don't think funk at all. Me neither. Me neither, me neither, you know, and there's a whole, exactly, but I guess I like ha- Faith No More, actually, it, that's so weird It is weird, probably because they had that one single, the big single, I, I can't even remember the name right now, so you want it all, but you can't have it Yeah, uh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was that that song that was in San Andreas? Probably, there was the one, it was probably the only, it's the only song I know, I don't even listen to Faith No More I listen to, I listen to Mr. Bungle a lot more than Faith No More I don't even know Mr. Bungle uh, Mr. Bungle was a it's a side project that the lead singer and maybe other members they did it's kind of like this weird like it's got like circus vibes but it's got it's like progressive uh, metal and rock. it's weird it's very weird sound um, yeah Mr. Bungle is a strange strange my stepbrother showed me that he used to have cassettes 
of their of their music. He he listened to like so many bands, man. I, I got a lot of music from him growing up. A lot of metal bands. Oh yeah, he showed me you know like Carcass and, and Cannibal Corpse and all these bands because Cannibal Corpse. Okay, Damn. I mean because went uh, deep. Yeah, I mean because I mean at the, for him you know that he he was around when that stuff was new. You know the early nineties, like he had all these tapes, like actual tapes I had to put in my stereo and uh, listen to. You know at that time, so I had a. Death metal to me was like I fell in love with it at some point, you know, because I started listening to like Linkin Park and all these bands. Yeah, 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 and then he showed me like Cannibal Corpse, and I was like, ah, I was like, I'd like to blend these two styles together, but I like what they're doing here. How do you blend like death metal and and like rap Linkin Park and stuff? Well, that's how you end up with Gent, I believe, you know, because a lot of these Gent, really. And what that's I mean, that? and what and that's a, that's a big statement I'm making there, but Gent to me is extremely rhythmic. It's almost like it's way more dancey than it is metal to me. Like I feel like it's a step away from being EDM, you know. Gent. And, oh yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. it's definitely. It's heavily produced, like, bro. Right, and that's what I don't like about it. Exactly. So exactly. is that what you do like about it? Yeah, because that's what I liked about Lincoln Park. Is the fact that I didn't it was, think they were that overly produced. Lincoln Park. Yeah. I, Unfortunately, like I they are. Saying, I, I'm sure they are. I'm, I'm sure a huge they are. fan, and honestly, their live performances lack. Really. Oh yeah, bro. I've well, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard any of the recent live performances or, you know, any of the even uh, right up until Chester died or anything like that. But I remember I had the, uh, this live performance they did in Tokyo, like in 06. Live in Tokyo? It was it Texas? There was They did it live in Texas, like DVD, but there was this video of uh, they did QWERTY, I think, like for the first time live in Tokyo. Was that was that like Minutes to Midnight era? Cause I, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I think Minutes to Midnight came out in 07, and this came out in like 06, I think. Okay, yeah, because I fell off, I fell off Linkin Park after Meteor. Like, I was just one of those that just... They came out with Minutes to Midnight. I didn't even give it a chance. I don't know what was wrong with me. Really? You didn't yeah. even listen to it? Not the album. I listened to some of the singles. I, was, I don't know. I guess I had just fallen out. Maybe I'd gotten more into metal by that time. Because I think by the time I, Minutes to Midnight came out, I was already listening to like Opeth. And I was into my prog. And, you know, I wanted guitar solos in my music. And, and Linkin Park was not giving me that. And, and not good solos, at least. That guitar player. I'm sorry, Brad. Brad Delson. Is he not that good? Oh, my God. What happened, Brad? I, I think Brad just got a lot of money and just stopped practicing. And it's understandable. But, bro, like... There's a video of um, the guitar company Fender. They made a cardboard guitar, like a guitar made out of cardboard with strings on it, and it's an electric electric guitar. And uh, they gave it to a bunch of players to try out. Brad was one of them. And the shit that he's playing on that guitar, it's almost like as if a guitar is not detuned to like that 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 the Linkin Park tuning. He just doesn't know what to do with this thing. Really? It was the clunkiest playing. It looked like it's like when you hand somebody a guitar and they've been playing for like a few months. Huh. Like it was, it was strange. Well, this is the thing: is like maybe some people aren't good at like improvising on the spot, but that doesn't mean they can't write and play really dope shit. Like Lil Wayne, there there was countless videos of Lil Wayne sucking at freestyling back in the day. You remember that was like a thing. Like people would trash Lil Wayne's freestyle videos, like on MySpace and like early days of YouTube. That's so funny. And then, but like he's clearly a, a good rapper. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel you there, and I'm not even trying to put Brad down, but I mean, he could have at least played one of the old riffs. <laughs> Somebody hand the man a tuner. I don't know what happened. It, it was. Did it just sound like it was off, or did it? Did he just look like he was lost? It was just clunky ass playing. Like if you closed your eyes and listened, you'd be like, okay, he's it was struggling with clunky. that one. Clunky. Yeah, it that was sounds awful though. Like if you're someone, yeah, if you're someone who's like supposed to be like a professional guitar player, and you're like, yeah, yeah, so you know. I'm gonna show you how this guitar sounds, and you just play garbage. 
Yeah, and he's it's not a good look. And he's not, don't get me wrong, he's not, you know, a lead guitar player. Like he, the man plays rhythms, you know, and and right. There's nothing wrong with that, but some I don't know. Anyway, we don't have to we don't have to keep on hammering the guitars from Lincoln Park. I'm starting to feel guilty now. Is Lincoln Park one of your one of your favorite bands? Or they were there? they were they one were point. okay. So what happened? When did uh, you have this epiphany? Didn't like the direction the rest of the music went. Uh, I don't know. It was just maybe I, I just then again I didn't listen to most of it. So who who might really judge what I don't know? But even uh, to this day, you haven't gone back and listened to Minister Midnight or anything like that. No, you know, uh, once really? in a while they had they had this one song. What was it called like Wretches and Kings or something like that? That was a great song. Uh, I don't remember that. I forgot. I think what that, I that sounds like some Transformer shit. It might, I don't even know. I heard it as a single at the time when back when you know I was just searching one of their tunes, uh, and that was pretty good. The, their production is always good. Like they're just you know they're the thing about them to me. Chester as a singer live. Uh, what? Them, he relies on his nasal voice so Man, much. Like, dude, fuck you. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> he could sing. He could sing. I don't know. It's just I, I dig it, man. I, I thought uh, off Menace and Midnight specific. I thought Bleed It Out was a good song. I Bleed It Out. Yes, that was, that was a great song. That was a good song. And dog, he fucking yells on that shit. But he we're talking about, the studio, pipes, talking about the studio version? Hey, man, we don't got to talk about what version it is. Man. No, because that's the problem, though. Studio Chester is, okay, but Studio I, Chester is amazing. But I got to. OK, well, maybe I got to I got to see him do that song live. Yeah, just check out the live because I mean, and honestly, don't get me wrong. I, I'm a Linkin Park fan, folks. I've, I've got I've had, I've got a uh, pancake party at the. Uh, no, what's it called? Pancake. Party. What are you doing? Frat party at the pancake festival. That's, I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's a Lincoln Park DVD from back in the day. It's like live footage mixed with a bunch of backstage stuff when they're on the cool. tour bus when Hybrid Theory just came out. Nice. And, uh, you know, it's like it's some good shit. And, and they have some live performances in there. And even at that time, it was kind of like, ooh. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. And they were still one of your favorite bands, even though you felt this way. Well, because you know what? I Because I look at them as a, like a performance piece. Like I just like I think about uh, Mike Shinoda and Joseph Hahn and, and the members of the band. And I looked up to them a lot because for me, I grew up doing a lot of visual art before I got into music. Like I started drawing and I would right. do portraits and I'll do a bunch of stuff like that. And I was really into just like realism and, and art. I just liked it. And Linkin Park. I started getting into playing guitar and I looked at Linkin Park and they did everything. They, they made their own music videos. They did their own album art. They, they don't mix and master their stuff, but they, you know, they write all their tunes, whatever. I just thought they were like a creative powerhouse, you know? Right, right. And uh, that just inspired the shit out of me. So to me, I love their creative skills. Like, I just like, I, I like them as a package, you know? As a very polished studio package. But, I mean, there's reasons why Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, like, he makes fun of them in certain interviews. You know, like, I, I remember reading uh, uh, in, uh, a quote of his in a magazine 10 years ago. And he was like, I'd rather sound shitty on stage than, you know, uh, sound perfect like Linkin Park or something like that, you know? And he wasn't trying to put them, and he wasn't trying to put them down, but you know, a rock band is a rock band and, and that type of music, like that's just heavily produced, man. Like without the layering of the guitars, without the, the extra, you know, take, do the, do the vocal for the 30th time to get it right. Perfect. You know? Like, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, Shit, I mean, if you can get it to sound better and you can do another take, you know. And there's nothing wrong with having a good studio album, too. I'm, I'm not yeah, trying to I judge it. I yeah. think you, it, as long as you can duplicate that sound, like, at least, like... Because there are bands, like, that you are right, that they uh, 100% don't sound anything like they do in a studio. Yeah, right. Which is not a good look, in my opinion, either. I feel like if you're going to put something down on the studio, like, uh, on, on a record, you got to have the mindset, like, I'm going to play this live one day. You know, yeah, exactly. 
And actually, I heard a couple musicians say that they go into recording having that mindset where, you know, you got to think, hey, I'm going to play this live one day. Let's make it so that I can actually do it clean. You know what I mean? Like, you can make some... Oh, that's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I that's should probably be muting mine right now, too. I think, but, um, I, I, think I did, but... <laughs> my bad. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so I, I've heard a lot of musicians say that. Um, when you go into the studio, you should also have the idea that you're going to play that shit live one day, so you should probably... You know, not overdo the technicality of it because you want to have the ability to play it live. So, you know, maybe some bands do overdo it. Maybe Lincoln, I just never really noticed it that much with Lincoln Park, man. I mean, it's hard to tell because their music sounds so simple, you know? It's simple. Maybe. It's good to the ear, but it's just so simple. It's, it's chords. I remember learning their songs in middle school on the guitar, you know? And, I'm, and I, it didn't really hit me. I mean, I was, I was learning these songs much like, you know, kids of any age learn Mozart and all sorts of other stuff. We're not, let's not get into that discussion, but I'm just trying to say it, it. At one point, I looked at the music that I was playing, you know, when I was learning these songs, and I was like, this is not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, well, I mean, I was like, it sounds great, but they just, hmm, they just got good mixing and mastering, man. They just, they got, um, I think his name was Don Gilmore. He, he mixed their album, uh, Meteora and I believe Hybrid Theory also. And that man is a beast. He, he mixed Stone Temple Pilots, uh, 311, a bunch of other albums. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's, he's got, they picked a good uh, engineer, so he, that that man knows what he's doing. That shit is so important. Yeah, their bass player, their drummers. You know, he's very simple at what he does, but you know, he uses a lot of triggers and all that kind of stuff. But he makes it work, man. He makes it work. Yeah, um, I always uh, never understood how they got those certain drum sounds, but I guess yeah, he just triggered the shit out of it. Check out that. See if you could try to find that DVD on YouTube or, or download it or something like that. Uh, uh, Frat party at the Pancake Festival, and uh, they. They do little interviews with all the drummers and stuff. I bought the special edition of Meteora that came with the DVD, mm-hmm. like the making of Meteora. Oh, I love shit like that. It was amazing. I missed that kind of stuff, man. I brought it to my. I brought it to school. That was a good era. Oh man, just show it to your friends and whatnot. Well, and I, that, and I used to draw the album art like on my notebooks and all sorts of shit like that. I used to just draw, you know. I even just just draw the band sometimes. You know what I mean? Like just draw. I just I was just into. If I enjoyed it, I would draw it. It was just like little doodles. No, I would just draw the. I would draw them like, like legit sketches. Yeah, like portraits of them, or like the, or like I would try to copy the album art as much as I could. Like you know, I was always into, I was really into like the just looking at something and drawing it. But I got tired of that really quickly because to me, like you're not really, you're not creating anything. You're mimicking something. You're you're replicating it. You know, you're putting it through your eyes maybe. But if you're trying to be as realistic as possible, just take a photo, dude. And to and and I don't mean that in a bad way. Well, but back in the day, cameras weren't as necessarily as accessible exactly. as they are now. Exactly, exactly. I'm not trying to put so down. You can't have that mindset. No, 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 no. But at the same time, it's not about it's not about the criticizing the work. It's about criticizing the goal of the artist. It's like if you're so interested in making this as real as possible, are you sure you don't want to get into photography? Like you know, you may be an amazing painter, but what if you do? What if you? What if somebody hands you a camera and you do something groundbreaking that nobody's ever done before? Because maybe that's what you really want to do. Right, right. Or you could be some fucking savage, realistic drawing motherfucker. <laughs> right. I mean, don't get me wrong. At, at the end of the day, no matter either or. Well, at the end of the day, it's funny because you know, superficially, people are always more impressed with a artist than like a visual artist that you know hand draws versus a photographer. You know, like yeah. it's funny. It's just it's like the it's like the effect you just can't avoid. Well. The thing is, I mean, really, the the coolest thing a photographer could do as far as, like, to make their art is, like, put themselves in a dangerous position, like a wildlife photographer or something like that. 
who goes someone who goes to like an exotic location where there's some danger like a, a war journalist like a war photographer some shit like that yeah like true or the ones like, that get close to animals right 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 like a wildlife photographer so, oh yeah, yeah so versus uh you know someone who's just like oh yeah i take pictures of cars or hot chicks it's like oh wow so hard you know what i mean or you have uh you know certain artists who fucking to make one painting it takes some months yeah you know what i mean like alex gray you know his shit oh man i haven't heard that name in ages wow so you know like it, it takes some months to do one piece or you know then there's some artists who take some hours to do one piece versus a photographer you take a picture snapshot you might edit it a little bit in post but yeah i feel like it takes more talent yeah to to be able to draw very very well versus like you're able to take a good picture and, and do some nice after edit stuff to it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think the not only to take anything worse from photographers. I'm sorry, but I just think it takes more talent to draw shit. <laughs> no, I don't, and I, you know what I think it is. I think it's just um, with with photography, you have to focus so much more on the composition, like how this photo is set up. You know, how small is the person in the photo? How much positive and negative space is there? Right. Uh, how are we using shadow and color to tell the story? Movement. You know, there's all sorts of other. I know I'm just naming the elements of art, but that's what it is. You know, um, with with a artist with a with a visual art, uh, what am I? A hand painter? I don't know. Hand artist. An illustrator. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, there's so many different. Who knows how to, how to mm-hmm. say that? But um, if you're physically drawing, I guess that's it's a tough skill, man. I mean, and it's funny because growing up, when I would I would always be drawing at school, and people would always be fascinated. Like they they walk by you and they'd be like, it would always be that shit where somebody walked by and be like, all right, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll see you later. Oh shit. <laughs> and then, like, yo, yo, check this out! Check yo, this man, out. hey, man, this man drawing, son. Yeah, and then, yeah, like they'd be like, "Boy, you can draw." Yeah, it's it's, it's very strange. Well, I never had that reaction because I never drew. I always sucked. It was nice. It was humbling. It was like motivated. What were you like? Do you ever get caught in the middle of drawing some weird shit? <laughs> I would never draw weird shit. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I was drawing people. People you are never weird. seen. Uh, people Super are bad? weird. Oh, it's just like the he just has like an obsession with dicks with drawing. F- Fat, veiny dicks, man. So, so strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're that's all what I'm saying. Up, yeah. Well, that's some weird shit, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and then he started, and it, it's in super bad. It you was, never got caught drawing giant, veiny dicks? No, but I did draw a pair of boxer briefs once. That's kind of weird. And I was in kindergarten. Did you know that about him? Did yeah, it you was know a, that he's drawn a pair of boxer briefs before? Where they, they kind of had like little duckies on them or something? Actually, no, they were, they were tidy whities much, much like okay. the ones I was wearing at the time. So, like... Uh, you drew like an oval kind of thing, and then you drew like the line down the middle. Is that what you did? Like a well, diaper? I, well, I, yeah, exactly. I drew like no, I drew the tidy whities and then I drew two legs and a, and, and a midsection. <laughs> why? Can I ask why? Do you remember why the context? Were, were you I, like because I thought Captain Underpants at the time or something? Captain America was right on the verge of being a hit. I had Captain seen America. It. I said sorry, Captain, Captain, Captain Underpants. Underpants. Well, Cap, you know Captain Captain Underpants is way more entertaining to me, but <laughs> it's a classic. Yes, yes, yes. But. Um, this was in kindergarten. Okay. And uh, let me explain this. Let me back this Please, up. Please, yes. So one of the most influential people in my life was my kindergarten teacher. His name was Mr. Infante. Shout out to Mr. Infante. Mr. Infante. This guy was hilarious, man. This guy taught me how to tie my shoes. So that's a bit, you know, ah, that's, that's a big that's step. a life-changing so, moment. It's a big step in every man's life. And uh, <laughs> the, fun- <laughs> the funniest thing about this, this guy... I was much like my actual father. I used to draw stuff for him all the I time. I used to tie my shoes too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, much, much like we did in the golden era. <laughs> but uh, I used to draw stuff for my dad all the time. Right. And I like I used to draw Bugs Bunny, and then I used to just give it to my dad. Draw any cartoon character, give it to my dad. And I started doing that at school. 
So I would, giving them to, to girls. I would give well, I'll give it to my teacher. Oh, okay. Because I was like, because he would uh, he had like a drawing on his uh, bulletin board right behind him. So I was like, I want to get a drawing up there. So I gave him. I drew Batman and Robin, and uh, it was like from the Adventures of Batman and Robin, the cartoon show. And uh, he looked at it, and my opinion, if I thought about it today, the way I drew that thing, I couldn't even believe I drew that. It actually came out pretty decent, even to the point where he was like, "Wow, this is amazing." He's like, "You drew this," and he obviously put it up right away. And I got obsessed with that. So then I would give him a new drawing every day. Oh, every day? Yeah. And then Damn. eventually, and he would post them all. Prodigy over here. Yeah, he would just post them all. And then the, his whole bulletin board was just full of full of my drawings. Like all just falling off with my drawings. And uh, and it was just the most motivating thing ever. And that's why, you know. He would post every single one you gave him? Yeah. That's a great guy right there. He was amazing. I been like, this is not one, but this, Alizar, this one, you know, this one's not good enough, brother. Go ahead, take this one back. Oh, man. You know, yeah, I, <laughs> I would have handed it right back to you for yeah, be like, this isn't your best work. <laughs> I'm awful. This isn't. Go, your go best. put your green card to yellow. This was bad. Yeah. Oh well, that was second grade. That, <laughs> that was that was second grade when the yellow when the card system became developed and, and oh, Miss Madrigal. I, I still don't. That, <laughs> Dude, that's that a, red that card. Was a great oh. system. Yeah, the card system, right? You change your colors oh, to show yeah. you how bad you were. It's like yeah. I'm code red today. You walk in on green. It's <laughs> like you fucking you give you, you you give a little bit of sass. Oh, I'll go change it. Go ahead, change it to yellow. Yeah. Oh man, I remember. Uh, I only had red like a couple times, man. But red was like, <laughs> yo, man, I ain't coming home today, man. <laughs> what did you do to get with red? No, with red, hell no, nah, I ain't coming home with no red. My <laughs> what a shame, yo, my, yo, man. My face gonna be red if I get home with red, dude. Real bloody no red. Joke. Something's gonna happen. That's so funny, man. Oh nah, no, man, for real, that was a big ass deal, man. What did you do crazy. to go red? Do you remember? <sighs> no, I kicked somebody. No, you kicked somebody. <laughs> I kicked the dude. <laughs> no. You pissed me off. I forgot I have a why. Funny fucking story about elementary school. But tell me the story where you kicked this dude. I just kicked him, you and then fuck, my teacher you just saw fucking it. Fucking kicked him. Yeah, he did something. I forgot. He said some shit to me. It was, yeah, it was everybody's a shithead, you know. And he was definitely the, probably top one at that. He deserved day. the kicking. Oh, I, I, if I'd have kicked him with both feet, I probably would have. But uh, for Double him to deserve it, and I don't, and I don't, and I'm not a I'm not a hurter. I don't hurt. No, but let me. Uh, I have a funny story. Um, yes, I think it was fifth grade. Uh, I want to say I think third third grade or fifth grade. One of those grades. Two heavy times right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget fourth grade. Fourth grade is just <laughs> fourth grade. I had a great teacher, so I, I didn't fuck up. Fourth grade was all about Mr. Academics. McIntosh was his name. That was oh, one of my snap. favorite teachers. Man. Yeah, I know, right? It was fucking hilarious. The Mac. Macintosh teachers, or <laughs> Macintosh computers. And now you're an time. iPhone user. I'm telling you, there's a something there, man. But uh, so I think this was third grade because in third grade, I was a little fuck up. So, uh, I mean, I didn't get bad grades or nothing, but I was, you know, <laughs> like I was always up to some fuckery. So let me tell you one of these fuckeries that I was up to. So we uh, here in Florida, we have like that Tom Edison Museum shit, where it's like it was his house or something. Oh, and they turned it into a museum. And so uh, there was a field trip. I want to say it was a third grade. There was a field trip. Third grade, we're supposed to go. It was like forty bucks. And to me, third grade, forty bucks, like fuck, man, forty dollars. Take out a loan for this. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ask my mom for forty dollars. That's shit. wild to me, bro. So I brought it up, like, mom, you know, I want to go on this field trip, blah, blah. And she's like, bet, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, shit. So she paid for it, all this and that. And then one day, man, I'm at lunch, bro. It's like <laughs> it's like a day or two before the fucking field trip, dude. And this fucking girl, bro. This fucking girl, oh, like, no. was, like, talking shit or something, bro. And I got hot. And so, like, her, her arm was on the table. This is all I did, bro. Her arm was on the table. 
And I flipped her arm up, and her arm came back down on the table. And this broad started crying. Oh, so, my. Oh, my God. Yeah, she started fucking crying, bro. So I was like, are you serious, bro? Like, all I did was flip your arm on the table, bro. So she tells the she teacher framed and you. shit. Bro, tells the teacher and shit. It was a whole fucking ordeal, bro. He stabbed me. And so the teacher, <laughs> basically, dude, making a whole scene, bro. And I was like, all I did was flip her arm, bro. Come on, bro. And they're like, well, you put your hands on a girl and that. And so, bro, so they felt they, my teacher wrote like this whole fucking letter, dude, like describing everything. And she's like, so take this to your mom, have her sign it. And if you don't, you can't go on the field trip. Jesus. And I was like, fuck, man, I don't want to tell my mom this fucking bullshit because they, it's all over exaggerated. I'm reading over shit like I'm a lawyer. You feel me? So fucking, I'm like, man, I can't give this to my mom, bro. So this is what I do. I come up with a genius plan. <laughs> I get like an old yearbook. Yes. And I asked my mom, I was like, Mom, can you sign my yearbook? Don't tell me you did the fake outside. <laughs> Yo, so, Mom, she signs the yearbook, bro. So, uh, my dumbass, I cut it out and fucking glue it to the letter. <laughs> it is like a whole different shade of white from the fucking letter, dude. I, know, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. This is an audio episode, I know, but I just melted into the ground. <laughs> because, what? <laughs> I wasn't fucking smart enough to sit there and try and trace it control or something. Control C and control V right there. Bro, cut, Holy shit. cut and paste is what the fuck I did. Literally That's unbelievable. cut and paste. And it was like one was off-white, one was like paper white. You That's know? amazing. So I glued it on there. Dude, I fucking handed that shit to my teacher with confidence the next day. Did, the, did, did you give the, t- the letter to your, to your mom, JC? Yep. Do you have it signed? Yes, I do. Here you go. Bam, handed that shit. And then, like, half hour later, she calls me up to her desk. She's oh, like, no. Hey, JC, come here. You said you, you said you gave this letter to your mom? I was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, come here. Come here for a second. I was like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. I walk up, and she shows me the letter. She's like, you know, this corner is, like, peeling here where the signature is. I was like, <laughs> She signed something for sure, dude. She's like, you sure she signed this? I was like, I mean, that is her signature. That's so funny, man. A podcaster from 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 young. You're like, dude. yeah, that. Do you see it? You're like, you're like, so you see the signature. So right there, she called my mom, bro. And she told her everything, bro. And I didn't get to go on the field trip. Oh Christ Almighty! What? And I didn't get my forty dollars back. Oh, non refundable. What? Mm-hmm. Did you get your ass whooped? My mom was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on top of like me it's not telling one. her about this shit, she lost the 40 bucks for no reason. <laughs> God damn it. Man. You're forging my signature and you're making me lose money? Yeah. Oh, no. It was bad. That was like. What's the worst? That was a bad look. What's the worst? Like, that's the, is that the worst school-related beating you've gotten? No. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> it was worse when I told her I didn't want to go to college. Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I was a bit older. Yeah, that's a tough one right there. Yeah, that one probably. Don't want to go to college. She'd been saving up money for me to go to like a college fund, you know? Oh, no. Hey, man. Shit's turned out pretty good. Yeah, hell yeah. Cheers to that. Um, Cheers. I think one of the worst. I, I, I never got it that badly. I think the worst one was probably. Oh, my God. Okay, so me and my mom. My mom didn't have a driver's license for a while. You know, she probably got her license when she was like 36. Right. And uh, for a while, it was something my. my Dad went out of the country for a couple of months or whatever, so we had to walk to get groceries and all this kind of stuff. 
And um, I was a fat, out of kid, uh, out of shape kid. You know, it was ridiculous. So we had to walk all the way to the store. I wanted to buy this Pokemon book, bro. And the book was kind of expensive. It was probably like 15 bucks at the time, which Damn. Back, yeah, back in the day, it was like, this, it's like 30 bucks today for a book. You know, and it wasn't even like a book of anything. It was a book of Pokemon cards and, and their value, how much they what cost. What do you mean? Like it was a value guide of, of Pokemon cards. Like it, it had all the original Pokemon cards and the, and the prices for like the first additional ones, the regular ones. It just told you how much they cost. Like an eBay book? Basically. Like second. Like yeah. That, like that way you didn't like basically you would have this book if you didn't want to get ripped off buying Pokemon cards. Like somebody <laughs> somebody was like, I'll sell you this card for this and that. And you'd be like, oh, give me a second. Was this like pre-internet or like pre-internet was popular? Like, yeah. It's just like that. Pro- this is probably the year 2000. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it was posted in there for sure, but like, yeah, but you know, infant days of the internet. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. And um, or, to- <laughs> or toddler days rather. Anyway, uh, so anyway, you really wanted this fucking book, huh? Wanted this book. Uh, she got me the book. Very nice of her. And we didn't have that much money at the time. She got me the book. She told me, "Don't take this thing to school." Of course, I took it to school. Of course, you did. It's the coolest shit I had so of far. Of course, so I took it to you know at, at all the Pokemon cards. It's the first fucking thing you do with some cool shit you get. The book gets stolen. Oh, that. The book gets Classic. stolen. The fucking book gets stolen. And, and and of course, told my mom, taking it to school, she said, don't, don't, don't fuck it up. Don't mess it up. Come back. She says, where's the book? She's like, you have the book? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's in my bag. Was not in the bag. Uh, you know, and she's like, let me, let me see the, let me see the, you know, let me uh, see it. Let me see the book. The book was not there. Yeah, of course. Instead, I found an ass whooping in my book bag that she had pulled out of it. Fuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she fucking whooped my ass for that because she was she was upset, man. And you know what's funny? It was one of those ass beatings where I know that she's upset about her life, right? Right. <laughs> Not right. just me. Yeah, you know, I can tell like things. my dad's a dick, and you know, all sorts of other stuff is going on. So I'm sure it was just like you know. Now this fucking book. And this book was the fucking straw that broke the Bro, camel's back. It's so funny you mentioned that, man. I was I was a big Yu Gi Oh. You know. Oh yeah. Talked about this, yes. but even from the younger days before I did all the competitive bullshit. Um. Obviously, you know, get some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You got a Yu-Gi starter deck, whatever. You take that shit to school, bro. I got a 10, bro. I got oh. a 10, bro. I took the whole goddamn 10 in this fucking school, dog. That shit got stolen, bro. No. Straight out of my backpack. Like, right at the end of the day, like, in the bus loop type shit. I don't even know how, dude. They must have just opened my backpack and, uh, uh, and just booked it, bro. I had Summon Skull, Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Dark Magician. I had all that fire ass The greatest shit, hits. All of that shit, bro. And fucking... Got fucking stolen, bro. God damn it. It was such a bop. What did... Did you ever find out... I don't out, think my mom hit me for that, though. <laughs> did you ever find out who did it? I actually got the book back. No. I got you my did. book, yeah. Tell me the rest of... You never finished the fucking story. Oh, like, yeah, you know, okay, true so that. Tell me that. Funny thing. Uh, couple Book's gone. I'm stressing. Shit sucks. You know, I'm thinking of the nearest cliff I could jump off of. Uh, a couple of days later, my best friend at the time... Just comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" I was like, "Nah, bro, I'm just, just bummed out, lost my book." Lost he's like, book, "He's like, he's like, this book." It's in Holy his fucking hand. Shit! What the fuck? He just has it, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's the that's the book." He's like, "Yeah, here you go, man." And I was just, and in in my mind, I was like, "Do I strangle you? Do I ask questions? What do I do? How does how, like how does how?" I didn't even care. I just had the At book this back. Point, you just had it back, and you just said, "Fuck it." I walk up to my teacher. I asked her for a permanent marker, and I wrote my name in the fucking book. That's an interesting. So you, do you and still I still have, have the book? book. Oh, I was about to ask that. Still got the book. It's it, it's in the shut up. Let's talk background as we speak. That's fucking dope. Yeah. That's a cool story. I don't have those Yu Gi Oh cards that were stolen from me. 
You ever found somebody's stolen shit? Not stolen shit, but you ever found somebody's, like, something that somebody lost like that? Like, just a, a, Oh, God. That's a good question. I've never stolen anything. Besides, oh. like, maybe eye drops from CVS when I was a stoner teenager. Oh, I'm a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I have a story of my friends getting caught while I was with them. Man. But you, you t- tell us your... <laughs> Tell us your side of this. You want me to snitch on myself is what basically you're saying? (laughs) Uh, That's completely up to you. I'll do it. All right, so check this out. So I was like 14 or 15, right? And I was hanging out with a a friend of mine, this chick that like I had a crush on whatever. Oh. Uh, And she introduced me. She said that her friends, she had a couple friends that also played Yu-Gi-Oh! So like they were all going to hang out. So like I should come through. I was like, bet. So I'm going to come through. And then I meet her friends who play Yu-Gi-Oh! And these are like, you know, like, her friends and shit, so they're, like, cool or whatever the fuck. So I'm trying to be cool with the fucking cool kids, right? So we're chilling at Target. Uh-oh. Right? Target. Target. And fucking cool guy number one's like, yo, man, I like these Yu-Gi-Oh sleeves right here, man. I was like, oh, you like those sleeves, man? You like that? I'm like, those sleeves? <laughs> All right. We're talking about sleeves? You're talking about your sleeves? Sleeves? Man, let me show you something, That's man. so bad. I just grabbed the fucking sleeves, put them in my pocket, bro. Did a lap, you feel me? Like, oh, I want this milk. No, I don't. And then I fucking, <laughs> and then wow. I fucking walk out. But before I, I try and walk out, I try and walk in the bathroom. But security already peeped me, bro. Oh, the cameras no. and shit. So I'm walking up to the bathroom and I'm like, and they both stop me. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to get to the bathroom. And they're like, oh, no, it's being, uh, they're closed right now. I'm like, bathroom's closed. And they're like, yeah, it's being like deep cleaned. I'm like, uh, okay. And so I fucking was like, fuck it. So I walk out, and we're all walking out as a group. So we're all walking out, and then I'm wearing a hat. So they're like, one with buddy with the hat. I'm going to need you to walk back in here. And I was like, and everyone looks at me like, ooh, like, you feel me? Oh, no. They don't do it, but like everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so fucking, I get pulled back in, and uh, fucking buddy sits me down. He's like, so come on, man. You gonna tell us what it was been? I was like, all right, man. Here you go, sleeves, man. Like, it's fucking four dollars. Sorry. <laughs> and then they they made some write up shit. I couldn't go to that Target for like a year, or some shit. Oh Jesus! I didn't give a fuck. That Target was far from my house. I never <laughs> went to that Target. I didn't. Give a I fuck. didn't like this place anyway. <laughs> That's pretty much how I felt. And then I came out. And they were there. They met me like at a Taco Bell, like in the same. And that was that. I would try to you know prove prove myself. Nice. By stealing a pack of. Yu-Gi-Oh sleeves at Target. That's like Failing. that's like it's like a gang initiation, but like in a different For crowd. <laughs> like, dude, there was there was one time I was hanging out with that same kid. Bad influence. Uh, it was at Walmart. Yeah, the kid's probably behind bars right now. <laughs> I'm, I, I hope not. I hope not. Sorry. I don't know. I hope I you're I hope you're a free man if you're listening, dude. <sighs> Shout out to Adam. But, uh, <laughs> so uh, me and this guy are uh, hanging out at Walmart around the same area. All and bad we, things happen at Walmart. At this, at this point, we, we went in with the intention uh, of, of taking some Yu-Gi-Oh packs, right? So uh, he's like, I got a perfect, like, foolproof, man. We just take a, a row of the shits, like, fucking walk up, grab a row of them, and just take the whole row, and then just walk into, like, the woman's bra section. They're not allowed to have cameras there. We stuff them to the back, and we walk out. <laughs> and I was like, easy. Right? They can't have cameras by the bras? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That's so stupid. No, but like in the, I don't think they're allowed to have cameras like you know, like near the dressing room. It's a sensitive like near topic. The, near, 
I don't know. It just seems I don't think that. For, for, okay, regardless of whether or not they do, right. this is what they he did. told me. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and I right. This is what he told. In me. hindsight, this is what he told me. This is probably so, how you got caught. So this is what we do. So this is what we do. So we walk into this fucking Walmart. It's near the Target, mind you. That I had this incident happen like years years prior, probably like two two years prior. All these uh, managers just hate so you. So like bro. two years later, man, we're hanging out at Walmart, right, mm. with the intention of taking packs. We're walking in. Because, like, there's a, a new set came out, whatever. There's a chance we can get an expensive card. Like, we all really wanted, you know what I'm saying, some shit. High stakes, basically. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, you know, that, that's how it was back in the day, man, with the Charizard fever. Everybody wanted the rare, the rare shit and everything. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? So we, I, I really wanted some shit. So we walk in there, and I thought he was fucking around about just grabbing a whole row. <laughs> So we watched, and he didn't even grab. It wasn't even like you go back to the toy section. Like he went right up to the ones that are near the cash register. You know what I mean? Like you know how they have packs right up in the front of the store. Oh yeah. He went right up to those, and he's like, "Yeah, that's Order of Chaos, right?" I was like, "Yeah," and I had like a like a satchel like on my front, and he's like, "Grab him," and I was like, "I don't know how many." He's like. Psh. Fuck it, and just fucking grabs like eight of these shits. Like he grabs the whole row off the thing. Jesus Christ! Yanks them all off, and I follow him, and then he stuffs them in my bag. All of them. Of course he does. Yeah. So fucking my, because my bag's hanging in front of me. He just unzips it, stuffs them in my bag, zips it back up. He's like, "All right, follow me." I was like, "Okay, I have no choice." Oh my god! So following him, and uh, he's like, "All right." So he sees like a group of old ladies, like they're they're like leaving, like when their shopping carts full and shit. And uh, he's like, we're going to walk out, like, at the exact same time as them. And so, and he's like, and if it beeps, keep walking. And so. Oh, my God. What the? What this? Okay. Th- th- this is what he tells me. So, so fucking, uh, we walk. Old ladies are leaving, you know what I'm saying? And it does go off. The thing does go off, bro. And I just kept walking. I stopped for, like, a second. He's like, come on, keep walking. So I, I fucking, I keep walking. And the old lady stopped. And they were, like, checking their card and shit. And we just kept walking, bro. And we ended up getting away with it. They framed an old lady. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah, we we walked out at the exact same time. And the old lady stopped to see if it was their card and shit. And we just fucking sped away. You know you know, would be the most amazing thing? If the old lady actually stole some shit and they found it. <laughs> that would be fucking funny. Because oh, apparently, you know, they, they're some thieving-ass old people, too, right? God damn it, baby. <laughs> I tried to get away with the <laughs> with these mints, but they got me. <laughs> they got me. These butterscotch candies, I can't get enough. Oh, uh, uh, I, I thought I had them. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, uh, old mate, uh, Winona Ryder got caught shoplifting a long time ago. So I mean, Winona oh, Ryder, and, and that was I in like, that. and that was like in the heyday of her career. So that's when she actually had money. Some people, it's more than just the item. It's the thrill, man. Maybe. You know? Nah, well, fuck, man. It was, I'm, I don't know what kind of thrill he got out of making me steal shit. Well, the thrill was the fact that he would, that you would get caught with all of it, and he'd be like, I, who knows? You, you ever, you ever I thought, don't know this man. Right. You, you ever thought he would do that? Or are you still homies now or no? No. No, we ended on bad terms. Oh, so you know what? He, you might have just been the fall man, you know? That's crazy. Maybe, man. Multiple times. Because he sounds like a manipulator. He's basically telling you to do everything. Well, because the thing is, there were occasions where, like, we would go out to take packs from, like, Barnes & Noble or whatever, and everyone would do it. Oh. And he would do it, too. So it's like, okay. Oh, wow. But then certain times, like, that one of the that was one of the times where he just fucking stuck. And that was probably, like, one of the last times I did it because I was so <laughs> sketched out by that. Uh, 
that he just like made me do it. That's so funny, man. But you know, back in the day, it's like, man, I want these cards. I don't really have money to buy packs. I'm not gonna ask my mom for money to buy packs. So you're a fucking just teenager. Get you get still, you, you get caught stealing fucking packs. They give you a slap on the wrist, and you can't come back for a year, whatever. The consequences weren't that large, so it's like, yeah, risk versus reward. I I gotten away with taking a lot of packs from multiple Barnes and Nobles and multiple WalMarts, and I I only got caught that one time stealing the pack of sleeves from from Target. Well, I mean, it happens. I mean, you know, every time I go to Ross to get to buy headphones, there's like a million empty packages around. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like things like that. I'm always like, oh no, but you know, I think about it. Uh, my little shoplifting story is super funny. I I didn't really, I had gone with these friends of mine. They wanted to. Uh, we were bored that day, right? You know? And. Uh, we had some pot on us, you know, <laughs> which is funny because I, I, it was funny. I had the pot on me. I had the pot on me and I had eye drops too. I had like the whole kit on me. You know what I mean? You got it on like a, like a Batman tool belt. It was just in my pocket, <laughs> but you know, but at that time pockets were bigger. So yeah, maybe, but, um, cargo pants. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, kind did of. you have cargo pants? Uh, at one cargo point, shorts. At one, not not cargo. Well, I did have a pair of cargo shorts, <laughs> but but no, these were just uh, these were just some pockets. Hey man, they they have a lot of utility. That, you know what? I'm telling you, man. They, they 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 came in handy at certain points. They're no wonder skateboarders wear them all the time. <laughs> um, um, so you had all this shit in your pocket. Well, I just had that in my pocket, and then these Where guys. Where were you guys again? They wanted we're in Miami Lakes, but then they wanted okay. to go to that area. You know, so you, everybody has an idea of what that area is like. If if you know, if you if you know, you know. If you know. And uh, they wanted to, they just, I think they were just bored. They just wanted to steal something. You know, they were just like, just I bored. needed to buy something from Walmart. I was like, you know, maybe we should all go. And then eventually they were like, yeah, we don't have any money, though. And then two of them, they, they started, they encouraged each other. They were like, oh, you know what? We should just go take some shit. Uh, we should go take some shit or whatever. Passing each other up. Basically. And I was like, eh. I was like, it sounds like a bad idea. But I was like, you know. That's what you guys want to do. You know, I was like, I got to actually buy something from there. So, you know, I need to go there. <laughs> so, um, you know, we went there. They we pulled up. I think it was like the Walmart was not, uh, too busy or some shit like that. We ended up going to a Sears. OK, fucking Sears. Sears. Rest in peace, Sears. R.I.P. Yeah. Sears, man. Me. Um, pulled up to the Sears. I left the weed in the car. Smart me. Good. Kept the eye drops. Whatever. Uh, they not can't the get you for deal. fucking eye drops. Exactly. So we show up to this place. I'm high. I got the munchies. So I buy chips and salsa. That's I. I just I was like, you know what? You guys go like a you, whole jar of salsa. Yeah, like I got actual chips and salsa, like a bag of chips and like a, and a jar of salsa. Holy shit! And I was like, you guys go and if you guys were gonna you know be stupid, go you know you guys go do that. And uh, you know they were they are they were acting like they were professional. So I was like, clearly you you idiots got this, and and I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna go buy my fucking chips and salsa, <laughs> and I'm good. <laughs> Uh, I bought my chips and salsa. These guys go do their thing. I meet up with them. We're in the front. We walk out. As we're walking out, uh, this guy comes right up to us and says, turn around. I know you guys have the headphones and the video games. And uh, he was like, turn right back around or, or we're going to call the cops. And then they were just like, oh, shit. Anyway, so oh, man. obviously you guys. And the video games? And yeah. So basically what they did take while I didn't, while I wasn't looking. Um, What'd they get? What'd they get? I think my friend stole Monster Hunter 2. At the time. What the fuck? Monster Hunter for the PS2. Jeez. And uh, how did he take Did he take the disc out of the box? He did. Ah. He did. Wow. You know? And he took the disc out of the box. And then a friend of mine took, I think he also took a pair of headphones. Or one, yeah, one of them took a pair of headphones. They were like $50 headphones. Wow. Skull candies or some shit? uh, Sony's. Sony. Okay. You know? And uh, it was funny because, yeah, we walked out. They searched me. They were like, what about you? They were like, turn your pockets out. I was like, I didn't take anything. And they're like, turn your pockets out. Nothing in my pockets. 
And they're like, except mm. those eye drops, <laughs> those sketchy, sketchy <laughs> eye drops. Yeah, right. I mean, even those were just like they were like half empty, so they were like, "Fuck it," you know. What's up with your eyes, man? Yeah, you, you, got, a of, you got a lot of you got a lot of eye drop juice missing <laughs> here, bud. Looking a little dry mouth there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was unbelievable. So they they asked me there. You know, eventually they called their parents. They had to go back inside. They took the, they kept the both of them, and then me. I didn't do anything. And they were like, "Well, you're, you know, you still watched it happen. That's not that's not any better." And I was just like, "Well, whatever, dude." And then watched it happen. And it was funny because outside, I'm just I'm hanging out outside because they were my ride too. So I'm just chilling outside waiting on somebody else. And I they they got they got stuck there. So what am I gonna do? You know, we're, Damn. I mean, the rule was if shit goes down. It is what it is. You guys, everybody. Do your thing, you know. That right, right, men are, right. As men, you know. Yeah, split up. Yeah, you know, take, I'm not taking the fall for you. Get the fuck out of here. Nah. Fucking. So what'd you do? You took the bus or what? Nah, just hung out, waited for another friend of mine to come pick me up, and then I saw both of their parents walking. I had to like duck behind a pillar, some Assassin's Creed shit. Had to duck behind a pillar so that they didn't see me because I didn't want to be the guy that was with them. You know what I mean? Because then yeah, yeah, every yeah. time they see you again, they're like, "You're that guy." Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, they didn't see me. They they ended up getting into their little bullshit. And then, yeah, it was funny. The, the, one of the cops was talking to me. He's like, how come you didn't take anything? I was like, I don't fucking steal shit, dude. And then he's like, well, what are you doing hanging out with them? He's like, I was like, well, they, they steal shit. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I can convince them all I want, but if they're going to do what they're going to do, like, they're going to learn their own way. So, fuck it. You know what I mean? It was what it was. I just. What did the, what did the cop say? He was like, all right, cool. Fuck it. Like, yeah, he was like, cool. So, you know. I mean, I didn't do it. They couldn't get me on shit anyway. I was just. You're an accomplice. Yeah, basically, right? That's what they tried to get you on, which is some weird shit. So yeah. Just let me go. Yeah, they, they didn't. They I didn't, didn't take didn't. nothing. Anyway, yeah, that was a story of thievery. I did take a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, <did. laughs> well, we all learn, man. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not that, that was some kid shit. You know, it's not like you were robbing people. No, you know, and I know people that did that, so that's a bad thing. You know what I mean? That that's that's when you're actually like a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, like, right. You shouldn't no. be robbing people, but like, you know, that's. But, you know, the people's theory with that shit is always like, well, it's Walmart. That's a big corporation. That's a thing. You know, they're not going to notice. Yeah, especially, I mean, come on, man. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, right. right like, yeah. as an adult, if you're doing that, you're you're fucking, come on, man. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, that's some weird shit. But I was, I was a teenager. Children, I was like man. 14, 15, 16. I got to, well, yes. Well, I don't know if you want to stay on that. I, I have a question for you tonight, yeah. actually, man. And this is something I was thinking about earlier today at work. I, was, I wanted to ask you. Because I know that you're in a band and stuff. Do you yeah. think that, do you? Do you miss the days where rock stars were rock stars, or are you okay with today's thing where pe- rock stars? A lot of the whole, a lot of the, a lot of people in bands these days that just feel like regular people, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you prefer? Well, I wasn't necessarily around in that era per se. I'm still pretty young, so by the time I was conscious of like musicians and and who was popular at the time and stuff. The rappers were were a lot like that, like at more like whoa. like a money level. Yeah, 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 like living extravagantly and stuff like that. Yeah. Versus like, I don't know. You you had like My Chemical Romance and stuff, who were just a bunch of sad guys, and then <laughs> Fall Out Boy and Nickelback, who were just kind of like oh the everyday guys. We drink beer and photographs. We and look at these that. photographs. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean. So it's like the average Joe type thing. So yeah. I don't know. Um. So I was never around. What I feel like it's cool that, like musicians in general, are more accessible nowadays. Like as mm-hmm. people, versus like them being treated as like these gods and shit. Because they're always gonna disappoint. Look at all the people that like, you know, like Bill Cosby was like, oh, he's the father of America. He's just such a great guy. He's he's fucking on this pedestal, and it's like he was a piece of shit. Yeah. Same thing with Michael Jackson. 
Yeah. Same thing with uh, R. Kelly. Yeah. So it's like when people are treated more like human beings, more like they're one of us, maybe there's not this expectation to be like perfect and everything and like. I don't know. It's not as shocking to find out someone's a piece of shit. Like people, there's people who are completely denying the Michael Jackson and the R. Kelly stuff. Like That's kind of weird to me. Such a fan of their stuff. A lot of people are so like hell bent on saying that they were framed. Yeah, and that's because we put them on this pedestal, right? Like I'm kind of like, if it was like, oh, your next door neighbor had all this evidence accumulating against him, you wouldn't think twice that he was guilty or that he was a weird dude. Versus, oh, this guy makes music you like, and he's put on this pedestal, so you kind of take everything that's said against him with a grain of salt, even though you don't know. Or even though there's clear evidence to yeah. prove certain things, you know. I agree. I, I think it's kind of funny, too, because, yeah, you, you see people these days, and it's like, well, I mean, look at all the charities. Look at all these videos of him hugging children. Look, he, he did so much for children in Africa. It's like, okay, yeah, he had money to do those things. Of course he did. Right. If he didn't, I'm sure people would be like, well, you're a dick. You don't... Uh, also, tax purposes. And taxes, yeah. You know what I mean? It's all it's all business, right? That's something I, I didn't even realize, um... Until I forgot, I don't know if it was a show I watched or a movie I watched, but it's like, yeah, it's like rich people just make donations so that they can write it off their tax, their taxes. Do you hear about the Rolling Stones VIP packages? No. And it's not like I really care about the Rolling Stones, to be Me honest. Either. But uh, yeah, but at the same time, it's funny to think about. It's just funny to think about this kind of shit sometimes. So the Rolling Stones right now, they have a VIP package available. It's you have to buy two tickets for this. You have wow. to, it's like it's a minimum purchase, two purchase. It's fifty. It's thirty five thousand dollars. And uh, thirty five stacks, thirty five thousand dollars, and wow. I should I should have saved that for the end of the thing. But basically, it's thirty five thousand dollars, and you you only get promised fifteen to ninety seconds of via of, of meet and greet 15? with fifteen to ninety seconds. Okay, and you're in a group, so it's not even like it's you by yourself. Like it's you and maybe five other people or something like that. And then all you and those gr- that group have fifteen to ninety seconds. So if they if they feel like Peacing out in 30 seconds or 15 seconds. You just pay $35,000. And the, your guest that you bring, because a minimum of two, two purchases, your guest has to get a background check to be there with you. Oh, okay. Who's going to pay for the background check? Who knows? I don't, it better be included in that 35 fucking thousand. That's what I'm saying. You would think, right? It's unbelievable, dude. 35 grand, bro. That's no, no, that, yeah, that's completely unreasonable. And sorry, and the, and the, the, the clincher, the, the reason, the, the, I guess what's going to make the rich people do it is it's for charity. You know, they oh. said, they said some of the money is going to go to charity, but then we're also some talking about money. those, talking about those tax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're probably going to do you know? it as a, well, the thing is like they make millions of dollars a year. Exactly. Uh, so if they give away a certain percentage, kind of like taking a loss. So yeah. the amount that they get taxed is less. But they still have to pay out the ass every year, like exactly. taxes, which is crazy. Taxes are, cr- are a crazy thing. So it is a crazy How do you thing. feel about taxes? Do you think taxation is theft? Yeah, definitely. I oh, mean, okay. you know, it's, it's our money. Right. You know, we do. I feel, uh, what am I trying to say? If, if I could give my money to things that were actually changing and helping this country. OK, you would cut the check. Yeah. I mean, or at least a percentage of it. Right. I wish I could have a choice of the percentage. Right. I wish tax margins weren't aren't what they are. You can go like uh, you know, uh, my girlfriend she dealt with a situation recently where she she went to a different tax bracket and and she ended up losing money more than more than the raise she got. 
Right, because you you make X amount more money now, so now they take X amount more from you, right? Yeah, and you know you what end I mean? up minusing more because before they used to take less money from you. Yeah, it's just a funky system, man. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, and you know, and and, and with the amount that we you know put into prisons and, and and all sorts of other shit that just goes nowhere. Some of these charities are are um, how do you call it? Some of these charities are are, are frauds. You know? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of it's a bunch of bullshit, man. I mean, if and at the end of the day, if you don't want to, if you don't want to donate your money. Whatever, man. Like the government has to figure. Shouldn't they figure their own shit out? It's 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 a it's a weird it's a weird one. Well, that's the thing is a lot of people are like, oh, well, build your own bridges, build your own streets. I mean, if some if someone really wants something done, they're gonna put money into it. Uh, and the, and a, a lot of the streets that we need are, are like done already, and a lot of them aren't even that well maintained. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? And I mean, if you know anything about South Florida, you know about four forty one. <laughs> and how it's a fucking joke like yeah. it's been under construction for like a decade at this it's point it's the dawn of time yeah no i'm sure dinosaurs were looking at that shit like when is it going to be done the palmetto too yeah <laughs> all of it man yeah it's just it makes you wonder it makes you feel like they go slow on purpose just to keep their jobs or well, something that's like what that what i'm saying these are all government contracts there you know what i mean so you have uh people like Extending the the labor so that they can charge more money because it's a government contract. It's endless money. The government's never going to run out of money because they just tax people for it. Exactly, and it's it's exactly it's a funky system, man. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't dive too far into the political info. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know all about it. But at the same time, what I do know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. That's why I don't. That's why I don't bother with it. You know, it's hard, like for me, I don't. I'm not one of those people that's like fuck the government. I mean, I think if if you could, if they could just get their shit together. You know, like a lot of people think 9-11 was like an inside job, but I'm like, amongst who? These people that created the fucking DMV? Like the same people that created the DMV? You think that like, don't get me wrong, there's corruption everywhere. But you know what I'm saying? Like some people blame the whole government, you know? And it's kind of like, don't blame the DMV guy. It's just a weird thing, man. It's like there's corruption everywhere. Blame the people up at the top. You know what I mean? But, but, but. Your local DMV, just blame them for being incompetent. But don't 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 no, look no. at it like it's all uh, a big conspiracy. Obviously, when well, I don't think when people say that there's conspiracies and stuff, that it gets down to that level to to the government employee level, like the USPS guy or anything like that. It's, dude, conspiracy like, theorists are so weird. Dude. I'm sure they, there's people I mean who don't who believe the Earth is flat. So I, I'm sure there's people who believe some crazy shit. But yeah, most conspiracies. I mean, like we had the government conspire to blow up one of our own uh like attack ourselves basically yeah yeah corruption is it corruption is there. private militaries to be able to start you know uh attacking us like blame it on cuba so it was some fuck shit like but back in the cold war days uh i think there was something submitted to to where we would w- attack one of our own ships and shit and like have like civilian casualties and shit blame it on the cubans and then just go go to war with cuba and basically i heard about russia that. at that point yeah, I think Kennedy said no to it or some shit, uh, and you and know, they wiped them. We know what happened to Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, I hear about that kind of stuff all the time, and don't get me wrong. There's, there's uh, with Nixon. What I forgot what it was called. Watergate. Watergate you know, was yeah, it, I was Watergate. About say, I was supposed to say Blackgate. <laughs> it was Blackwater. I'm thinking, but um, you know, the whole Watergate scandal thing. You know, there, there things happen all the time. I mean, think about uh, what, what are those people called that they that the. The government hires these military people to, that are like pro, they break up protests because they're the ones that actually start like breaking windshields on cars and stuff, and they make it look like these protesters like are getting actors, out of hand. Crisis actors, yes. Or something like that. Some people say that they exist, you know, like that they they hire these people and then they 
you know, like right. I said, they destroy right. a bunch of shit. They make Riot a look, they get, Yeah, they make the they make the protest get shut down, and that's like that's right. Basically, like if you have a peaceful protest, they pay a guy to go and start some shit, and then they it gives the government the right to shut it down because they started because it got some violent. Shit. Exactly. You know, they say like that. Those are government tactics, I, and they people. I could believe that. I, I could believe something like that would happen because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's weird, man. When you want to push an agenda, I mean, and I, it doesn't take that many people to set that shit up. It no. could take someone at the at the at the city level, like a mayor. Yeah. A mayor could easily have that set up, or yeah. a, a, a police chief yeah. could have one of his undercovers do some fuck shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. It doesn't have to get all the way to the top. Like Trump has to fucking sign off on the shit. You know what I mean? It could just be someone low level in the at the local level because there is local government there's ele- elections for local government that people don't know exists you know what i mean yeah that's true there's elected positions that people don't know to vote for because they only vote in the national election they don't ever vote in local elections which is actually what affects more people on a day-to-day than they think so there's, there was recently a, a, a vaping ban in florida Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think you're allowed to vape indoors anymore in businesses. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's hardly an update for it. Like, we, there's hardly a way that we get updated on those. Kind I don't of things, think right? people have in Facebook. Like, probably <laughs> that's the only way I see politics these days. Well, uh, I remember hearing yeah. about it, uh, like all these amendments and stuff that people were asking us to sign. There was like something about funding certain shit, but also banning vaping. Like they were putting really weird amendments or like together in the same like. Oh, where they Bill. make it confusing or whatever? Yeah, and it's like, okay, we'll ban vaping, but also give uh, oh. funding to this, that, and the third. And it's like, wait, what? But, like, how is that? What does it have to do with this? Or it's like, yeah. If I mean. you, you know, something about drilling, but something about giving money to schools. It's like, yeah, right? yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. There was some sort of, like, weird double law thing that was going on where it's like, you, if you agree to one, you're kind of, like, damning the other. Right. Um you know, I'm, I'm the worst person to talk to about those kind of things. But at the same time, like, I look at it and I'm like, of course, this is corrupt, man. I mean, come on, man. These are people that are working with billions and billions of dollars. Like, bro, they have economy changing money. Why would you think that there's no corruption going on there? You like there's corruption going on in schools and restaurants in every place you could imagine, man. Yeah. At a FedEx, probably. Yeah. 100%. Somebody's somebody's doing something crazy. Stealing packages, bro. hundred percent. Exactly, man. So you think at some level, and they're saying it got lost and seeing that it's insured for or some shit People like that, right? People do that. People do that. Dude, I've actually, I mean, I work as a as a shipping manager who ships oh. stuff like that, like gift cards and stuff. And I noticed that there was one that I was shipping out a, 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 a big amount, uh, and I insured it. And uh, it shows on the label insured, like, and it shows, like, that you paid, like, I paid, like, five bucks for the insurance or whatever. Right. That package didn't make it. Oh. Oh, I do weird noise there. But <laughs> that's crazy, though. I don't, that type of stuff happens, man. And since then, I, I don't insure packages because it's kind of like putting a target on it. I agree. You know what I mean? That's same shit. Same, same shit here, man. I don't, I don't bother with that kind of stuff because to me, like, I just... I get iffy about ordering stuff online everywhere, man. I'm always kind of like, uh, I, I get obsessive about tracking it for that reason. Oh, me too. Yeah, I'm like, oh, where is it? Where is it? Is I'm it the worst with that. I have no patience. If I, if I order some shit, I need it in my hands right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll check it a couple hours after I order it. Like, did it ship yet? Did it ship yet? Has it shipped yet? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm weird with those kind of things, man. Even from using amazon in the beginning like i, I was kind of late to the uh, online shopping game because i like going out and buying shit from the store I'm, I'm one of those weirdos i feel you i like it it's just i like getting there i like holding the, the product i like looking at it amazon is too convenient though it is man two day two day shipping one day delivery 
like I, uh, th- this uh, this audio splitter and the headphones. I yes. was supposed to get them yesterday, and I ended up getting them Saturday. Oh, you like, see that? You can't Amazon, argue with that. I can't, dude. Uh, Amazon, and it's like an Amazon branded one, and it's ten dollars. Like I'm sure an audio splitter. If I went to like Best Buy or some shit, would have cost me like twenty, twenty five. A lot, bro, dude. Even for the the two piece ones, they they cost like fifteen bucks or some shit like that. You see. For the double splitter. That's what I like about Amazon is they're innovating in that. They're not even just selling other people's shit. They're making their own little tech stuff. Yeah. Like they make their own charger cables. They make their own, I mean, audio splitters. They make their own chairs, like office chairs, Amazon Basics office chairs. Like, I got to check those out. They make cool stuff, man. They even make shirts and stuff. Oh, do they? Yeah. Like, like you could, like, print your designs there, you no, mean? or like, like an Amazon, like, just a plain colored shirt that Amazon makes, dude. And oh. Sell it for a good price. Like, instead of, like, Fruit of the Loom or Hanes and shit? You just buy Amazon Basics. Amazon, like... An Amazon shirt. That's pretty... Yeah, you know, that's yeah, interesting. you know what I mean? Like, they're innovating. They're they're doing different shit. Speaking of shirts, you ever going to drop a shirt for the throne podcast? I don't know. I don't know. Are you? You know, it's funny. Somebody recently designed something for me, and it's it's pretty I amazing. still get you in touch with a good shirt guy. Oh, I would love that. Actually, I, I, you know what? I need that because I've been shopping around and it's a pain. I'll show me. you his website after, and I'll. Sh- uh, you've seen the shirts that we that we have, the new ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, the, like with the, with the the kanji mask with the oni on it. The oni on it. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Epic. Um, those are dope. And those are made by Caesar at the shirt series. Shout out to him. Yeah, I need uh, those. He man. makes awesome, awesome work. Dude, this friend of mine from high school, she hit me up and she's like, "If you need any designs, let me know." And uh, shout out to Jessica, Jessica Garcia. I think her, her Instagram name is at, at Kitty's Art Insta. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, nice. Spelled how it sounds. Shout out. Um, and she, dude, she made this amazing. She was like, "What do you want? Like, wh- what design do you want?" And I said, "I don't know," because I don't want to put like, "Shut up, let's talk." It's a podcast. I don't want to put a microphone on the shirt. It's kind of corny. Right, right, right. You know, who's gonna wear that? You know. <laughs> and then I, I was like, I- I'm debating whether it should be about the show or something cool. I told her I had two concepts in my head, and I I really threw it at the wall. I thought of Godzilla. In front of buildings, and instead of like the screaming speech bubble, right. it says "Shut up, let's talk." Oh, okay. And I had another design in my head that was like a Super Nintendo controller, but instead of saying "Super Nintendo" on it, it says "Shut up, let's talk." And she and I just said those are my two concepts. She blended them together. She blended them together, and uh, the design is amazing. It's basically Can you pull it up. Do you have? Yeah, it? I do actually. And um, for the audio listeners at home, it's basically it's Godzilla fighting. Uh, another enemy on a TV screen and it's like an old school TV from the 90s and it's a console on the bottom that's being played Uh, it's just it's like a can of noodle soup on the top there's like it's just so amazing dude like it's such an amazing design like I know I know I'm chatting it up right now but my god it's a lot of colors though it is I mean it it is you might it might be an expensive shirt to print that's what I was thinking so you know I'm I'm doing a right now the the I'm thinking about it right now, and there's a the website that I was thinking of using is called Custom Ink. They let you do like custom orders, so if you can have a minimum amount, they like if you get at least 25 people to order it, uh, each shirt is like 17 bucks, which is I want it to be as under 20 dollars as I can. And if I can get up to 40 people to order the shirt, I can get it down to 15 bucks for everybody. So well, off the air, you know, I'll you know. tell you. We'll some, talk about that. Yeah. Rates. yeah. So, yeah, know. yeah. So off the air, we'll talk about yes. that. But we got to that point where we could. You know, we're over an hour, so oh, if yes. you want to do any plugs, man, before we wrap it up here? Thank you for having me on today, my man. No uh, problem, man. Thank you again for coming on. We actually recorded an episode a few weeks back. There's some audio <laughs> technical issues, so I appreciate you redoing it. Hey, man, it's fun every single time, brother. If you guys want to follow me, it's at Alizar Chand. It's on Instagram, uh, Alizar Music. 
uh, for my page. And the show is Shut Up, Let's Talk. We do the show every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. If you guys want to be on the show, just hit me up. Shut Up, Let's Talk all over the interweb. Hell yeah. Uh, are you doing... Uh, are you Are you ever going to take the show live? Oh, like like in front of people? Yeah. Uh, that's the dream right now, man. That's, that's definitely the dream. I just got to figure out a location, man. And, you know, we're planning on... I'm planning. We're planning on moving to a new place soon, so it's like, uh, oh, yeah. So you know, the, the podcast podcast is going to be in this new room. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. Put it. Where you, where, uh, we'll talk about that off there. Yeah. We'll talk about that off there. So you know, time and place for everything. If there's a big demand for it to be live and people would actually come out, and there's a demand for that, everybody feel free to hit me up. And if we could work something else out, but that's you know, you never know. Yeah, that'd be that'd cool. be cool. That'd be fun, man. And there's a local bar that you know I've, I've had the concept in my head forever. I know they're super cool with me, and they tell me you know just to come to them whenever, but. The idea was maybe take one of their rooms and because uh, they have a separate room on the side and maybe fill that up with people, do the show once a week. And, you know, maybe, uh, you know, everybody get drinks and help the bartenders out and everybody have a good time. That's dope. There's actually a show called Legion of Skanks that I listen to and they do that. They do it in front of a live audience and it's just their fans and it's like a free whatever. People just show up and it's at a bar. Yeah, man. And uh, it's like they do it once a week. They do their show once a week, and it's it's such a fun time. Like they crack jokes, and everyone's laughing and shit. It's they they talk shit to the audience. They have the audience start chants and shit. Oh man, it's mad fun. You should check it out, Legion of Skanks. I've actually met their hosts a couple of times. Uh, Big J Okerson. I'll, I'll follow. I'll follow them on uh, on the on the so- social media. Instagram. Yeah, they're on everywhere. But um, as far as uh, you know, yeah, got a couple gigs, man. Real quick. Um, Revolution. Well. Yes, Revolution, April twenty fifth. Definitely make sure we only ha- you only have until the eighteenth to get your tickets though. So my, by the eighteenth, get your tickets at rawartist.org slash you know you're the band. Uh, and a couple days before that gig, the twentieth, I'm playing at Poor House, Fort Lauderdale's right next to Revolution. Hey, yeah, it's a nice place. Uh, we, we we've been there before. Poor House. Well, that's my first time going to be playing there. Um, my bandmates have played there, I think, but this is the first time I'm playing there, so. Uh, that'll be the twentieth, four twenty. Hey. House, hey man, if you want to come out and party, I think it's like a Saturday or something. Sounds like a. We'll be there. Um, that's the twentieth, twenty fifth at Revolution. Make sure you buy your tickets. Uh, the twenty sixth, Churchill's, the Headbangers Bowl. It's like a four twenty celebration. There's gonna be a blunt rolling contest. Oh shit! Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Fuck you, guy on motorcycle. <laughs> Uh, and then the day after that, we got three days in a row, 26 or 25th, 26th. And then the 27th, we're going to be at Mickey's Tiki Bar up in Pompano. Oh, sweet. That's the 27th. So, Sounds like uh, a cool place. Is that a sports bar? Like a Yeah, I think it's a little sports bar thing they have up there. I think Era's One's going to be with us. There's a sick-ass fucking band. It's going to be a, a cool little fucking lineup that day. Um, and the show, The Throne Podcast, you can follow us on Instagram, The Throne Podcast with underscores. If you want to sponsor me, you can hit me up at JC at gmail.com. Or if you know any local bands or artists or photographers, anything who want to be on the show, make sure that you send them my way. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Last uh, last week's episode uh, with the photographer, I forgot his name. Chris. Right Chris, man. Great episode. I was listening to that. Thank you, man. Chris is an awesome friend of mine. So uh, yeah. I'm glad that I finally got him on. But Alizar, man, I appreciate you being on. Thank, Thank you, you for having for me, my man. around with me. Always a pleasure, dude. And subscribe to all that shit. Do it.